There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. I told you before we hit record that you're activated. Something activated within you. Something has activated me. And my interest was peaked, as they say. And, and they do yes. say that. How do you spell peaked? This is a test. P-I-Q-U-E-D. Smart queen. And that's it. Don't let anyone tell you different. Smart queen. Spelling bee queen. I don't think so many people who think that it's the P-E-A-K peaked. No, that's simply the wrong peaked. You know, I play sixth place in my sixth grade spelling bee. Do you want to know that six is not bad? I placed second in the fourth grade. I lost to Laura oh, Henderson. Fuck my I remember. Drag. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I remember this like so well. Like it was yesterday, even. Do you remember your word in the sixth grade? I remember my word. Um. Okay. So there were fa- there were two famous spelling bees in my life, and one, the first one, I got off on the word mule. We got off on the word mule. I got off on the word mule. I came on stage. They said the mm. word is mule. I I ejaculated and was eliminated uh, just because of the cum not because I yeah. but no and I I spelled it M-U-E-L like Muel yeah, I don't know why I thought yeah. it was like fuel I and know, I said I M-U-L-E know, I know. and I it's escaping me right now the word I got out on in 6th grade but you tell me what was your second place finishing word must know you ready remember it's 4th mm-hmm. grade but I, I think people still fuck this up at our age let me tell you something if you got it wrong there's other no. people that are getting it wrong. And that's rule well, culture. If it's rule culture number twelve, if, if Bowen Bo Yang got it got wrong, wrong, other, other people, people are getting, getting it wrong. hundred percent. Here's the word. Here's the word. Go on. Satellite. S A T 
E L L I T E. Okay, yes. Stupid. That, no, I doubled I did the double T S A T T E and then and then the look on Miss Jacoby's face fell. She just dropped. Miss Jacoby, she she lost all respect for you in that moment. She absolutely did. Um oh, but she No, you know what? I don't think so, honey, Miss Jacoby, cuz she did this thing. Oh, here we go. Where when, when people would like whisper during like, you know, uh, drop everything and read hour or something. She'd be like, Bowen, I can hear you from here. I can hear you from here, which is like a meaningless sentence. She could hear you breathing or what? She, that was her, that was her little catchphrase when, whenever she like wanted to call out someone for being loud or disruptive. Like, I can hear you from here. I can hear you from here. Isn't well, that bitch, so we're icky? in the same room. So that, that, that reads to me. Why don't that you relax and read famously what it's called? Not stop everything and read. Was it called relax and read on Long Island? Very much so. R and R. It was called Deer, D E A R, drop everything and read in Colorado. Oh, well, that's just too much. That's too much. You got Deer, you got Dare, you got all the programs that, that, that's too much. It's too confusing where it's you grew up confusing. and where you were educated was too confusing. You're right. Can I tell you what I, what activated me? Yes. I thought to myself, I want to look like a Barb today on Instagram. You want to look like a Barb today? Uh, and then I list, I put on Pink Friday. I pressed play on Pink Friday. And I thought, this is one of the best albums. Albums of all time. So how would you go about looking like a Barb? Like Nikki herself has a face filter on her Insta. Everything but making music lately. Sweet Stan. Excuse me. She's not bound to like. She's not beholden to like the album cycle anymore. It's so fine. you not- no you don't, you misunderstand. I say that with all the love in the world. I I mean it as no no she's no being entrepreneurial. Well, no, but you're you're trying to like make some Rihanna equivalency. Don't happen. tell me what I'm trying to do. I know what you're trying to do, and you're you're saying, <laughs> you oh my know. god, these because the where you were educated, days, they had too much shit going on in girl, their minds. So it's not very streamlined even. the way the you're things a, that you're you You're actually think. not a Barb, and I want the readers to know <laughs> oh that is god. that you're not a Barb. That is pathetic. Welcome to the crying game. <laughs> That's a that's a Nikki song. <laughs> that's a great Nikki song, actually. The crying yeah, it actually game. is. Pills and potions. Welcome to the crying game where you lose your soul. Okay, we're putting on some accent there. No, <laughs> we're not. And fuck you. But that's so stupid. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm giving Nikki we're, energy. We're gonna do, I'm not we're, we're doing gonna, we're an accent. Out. We're gonna. We're not gonna out. cut we're it gonna... out because I have nothing to hide. I have <laughs> okay. nothing to hide. You're right. And I'm. I'd actually, reader, I take it back. Matt was just being a barb. <laughs> And he was and he was quoting that our, was a Barb accent. That was a <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes. This is Wait, getting hold too on. much. Wait, I, I'm so happy that you're activated. Um, and you in being so sort of confrontational, and I think we're both sort of giving Barb already. Yeah, yeah, we're giving Barb. Before we bring in our film star guests, I just want to say movie stars. Literally. Sorry. What do you think about what I'm calling the 2021 Demi Lovato frozen yogurt controversy? I'm sorry, I haven't been keeping up with this. What's ha- she she lost it in a froyo shop? Oh, it's all over the news. It's all over the news. Wait, so she like got mad at someone in a froyo sh- store? Tell me, tell me. She got angry at the froyo shop because it was giving sugar-free options, and she felt triggered by that and took to Instagram to blast the <sighs> froyo shop to her 102 million followers. <laughs> And say that the Froyo shop was doing harmful messaging and offering sugar-free options. (laughs) Meanwhile, famously, diabetics must have sugar-free things. (laughs) Vegans must 
you know, sort of the, they have dietary restrictions. Vegans have to have sugar free. No, I said they have dietary restrictions. Oh, <laughs> no, you're right. You're, you're uneducated. Right, you're right. So, what do I care what you have to say? Okay, dear, okay. dear, R&R. drop everything and rehearse some better retorts. <laughs> yes, yes. That was good. I'm on fire today, King. Oh my King. God. This, what do you make of this dummy thing? I mean, I'm just hearing about this now. I'm shocked. I'm not surprised. I'm going to talk about it later. And I, so I, I'm good. Oh it's my, my I don't think so, honey, but I had to. It, it's occupied so much of my brain space today because I did watch an eight minute apology video that she released. It was eight minutes long. I love that. And she said the words. When I messaged the Froyo shop, and I was like, this is when she jumped the shark for me, I think. No, this is, we're going through like a renaissance with Demi. Like everyone is like kind of rallying to her corner for the first time. There's no one who rallies harder for Demi than me. There is no one. I know, I I'm know that. I'm But I'm saying everyone is becoming a Levotic now because it's like. I'm a huge Levotic. We've been Levotic since the first YouTube documentary, we should say. <laughs> The first documentary where she was like, yeah, I beat the shit out of some girl, like, on on, on my plane. I was like, oh, my God, this girl. I unapologetically beat the shit out of one of my backup dancers because she looked at me wrong. She said that in the documentary, Simply Complicated. That's the whole thing in the documentary. We shouldn't be making light of her anger issues. No, 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 no. We're not. We're, we, are, we are simply stating the facts. We're not making yes. light of anything. And the facts today are she tried to absolutely drag a family-owned Froyo shop for <laughs> simply saying that some of the items were sugar-free. Oh, my God. And she did apologize in, like I said, an over-eight-minute-long video where she used the word Froyo about a hundred times. And I was like, no pop star should be using the word Froyo this much. I just had to. <laughs> yeah, you disagree. Actually, yes. Remember, remember, two thousand eight. I do. One of the best years. One of the best years. One of the best years. Pinkberry was king. Mm-hmm. Coming to New York meant like, or going to any big, or but specifically New York, it was like L.A. L.A. But like, my experience of coming, moving to New York was like, <laughs> oh my god, we're about to elect our first black president, and I and have Pink to Berry's go. King. And I have to go to St. Mark's, the pink berry there, and mm. just feel like Carrie Bradshaw, maybe. I don't think she ever ate Froyo. Was that one of her things? No, Froyo? no, no. But it, it felt very, like, it felt very, go- no, I should say it was very Gossip Girl. I don't even know if they, they ate it on Gossip Girl. But, like, 2008 I mean, they York, definitely, like, if they probably didn't eat it, they probably, like, played with it, played with it in their played with it in their with their spoons in their cup. Yeah, of course. And then there was a spit bucket on set where they were like, okay, <laughs> you just... Blake had to be reassured that she wouldn't have to ingest a single. She wouldn't have bite to ingest of pink berry. No. Like, Is there going to be a spit bucket on set that Leighton and I can share? Because we're we're on board on this together. We don't want to eat any of that. And meanwhile, Leighton Meester is like, "What is mochi?" Like she like spent twenty <laughs> minutes asking people what mochi was. But, I, but can we quickly talk about New York City, two thousand eight? That specific year, you were coming right off of Sex in the City, the first movie, and. Gossip Girl was rain was raining. Uh, it, it was, was raining. going from season one into season two. It was yes. just like what a what an electric time in New York City to be like. Wow, I mean, we're killing it on, like in, in film and television. Do you know what oh, I'm saying? Oh yeah, and you know, famously, one time when I was walking on the street on Fourth Ave. Mm. I walked past, remember the bar Forum? It's not called that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've told you this. They were shooting a movie called Black Swan. Oh my God. Which then I would see the next year and it was the scene where, and this actually is going to segue perfectly into our guest. Yes. It yes. was the scene where Mila Kunis says to Natalie Portman, 
you've never rolled? Oh my God. And gets her to do Molly. Oh And my then God. they have lesbian sex later. Fun fact, the one of the guys they date in that scene is the Winter Soldier himself, Sebastian Stan. Oh, Sebastian Stan is who in the movie, yeah. was dating Leighton Meester at the time. Oh my God. This is powerful. This is powerful. And our guest is our guest is sort of like gesturing at the importance of this. Speaking of lesbians, okay? Speaking of queerness. Queerness. Let's let's not let's not like keep it at lesbianism. I labeled and I and I for, and that's wrong. It's okay. It's okay. These are two bona fide film stars. Stars of film. The breakout film, I'm gonna say, the breakout film of the year for me. My favorite film of the year. I loved this so much. I watched it the second I could. So much. And yes. then I, I, I ingested it and I immediately was like, ugh. See, the, the process of watching it makes you quite anxious. But it was like the most beautiful anxiety attack that I would, that I would like to experience again and again. And the poster. The poster. You have, our, you have one of our guests in a cream cheese gown. Ugh. Can you imagine? A star was born, I said. A star was born, I said. Let's bring our guests in. They're both the stars of Shiva Baby. Mm. Phenomenal movie. And you and you know them and you love them from- A plethora. A sundry plethora of other mm. things. Spell sundry. S-U-N-D-R-Y. Pretty easy to spell. Not easy to use in a sentence. That's why I was sort of so taken with you in that moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I spell plethora. P-L-E-T-H-O-R-A. Mm, smart queen. I think these are two phenomenal, phenomenal people, and I'm so we're so excited to have them. Who are here to stay? Who are here to stay? Oh, <laughs> make no mistake. <laughs> and we're going to introduce them alphabetically. Okay, good. Thank you for doing that because you, you know it would have been a nightmare. <laughs> it would have been a nightmare. Okay. But everyone, welcome <laughs> Molly Gordon and, and Rachel Sennett. Yes. Yes. Hi. It is a moment in time. I'm so glad that you've talked about Pinkberry already because I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> how many of them are in LA still? Well, it really, it popped off and it had a moment and I used <laughs> to go there for dinner. I used to fully go there for dinner. Molly, and then it like beautiful. closed a lot. I, I think a lot of places closed. There are actually three because <laughs> I was having this conversation with someone this morning uh-huh. with, someone, with my boyfriend, with an imaginary person. Oh! Um, and we looked up how many pink berries there were because we remembered when it was a big thing. Right. Yeah. I'm going to confirm, but I think there are three. Confirm and let's let mama let's research as as, <laughs> as we've said in the past. But the thing is, um, P- Pinkberry, would we call it sort of the in and out of desserts? Would it is that does it <sighs> occupy that cultural space? Because but in and out has kind of like stood the test of time in terms of burgers, whereas pink berry we think had a moment we identify with it as being a sort of aughts situation, and yet it exists. I will say that in and out the the reason it's so beloved is that it's it's hard to find, it's hard mm. to it's hard to come across, and pink berry was kind of ubiquitous for for a little bit. Okay, right? It was like it, it was everywhere. It came on the scene as like this health thing, kind of, and this new health. <gasps> But then it wasn't healthy and then it kind of <laughs> lost its way and it gave us all diarrhea. But we were kind of like, is this? He-? I thought it was kind of like having Greek yogurt, but it's not Greek yogurt. But it's not Greek right, yogurt. Right. I want to say I was completely wrong. There's like <laughs> seven. There are, there's like there's s- not. <laughs> I came in so hot with that. I was like, three. three. 
Three. <laughs> Three. Um, there's more. But I, that is not 100% my fault. That was said to me this morning. In yes, it was said right. to you. And this just goes to, to show you can't trust men. They can't you be cannot. trusted, they, especially when it comes to frozen yogurt facts. places. Especially when it comes to facts. Froyo. Now he has yeah. to take to Instagram and do an IG live and talk about Froyo. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yes. truly. I apologize for misinforming my girlfriend about the number of Froyo places in. You know, I who I really hope is not listening to this is Demi. She's not gonna. She's not gonna be dealing well with this. Had you guys heard about the de- what I'm calling the 2021 Demi Lovato frozen yogurt controversy, and what were your sort of takes? <laughs> well, that's what sparked the conversation. <laughs> oh my god! See, I told you everyone was talking about it. Well, that's what I do every morning. Wake up, look at Twitter, <laughs> find something really dark to talk about, <laughs> something sad. Also, I just want to explain when I was going like this, full circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was full making circle. a circular motion with her hands and she was saying, yeah, she was. Yeah. I grew up in LA, so Big Chill is where I went. <gasps> where it's the place she was back. So th- this is like, and this is something else that that's like uh, important about the story. This is like a sort of storied Froyo place. It's the iconic LA place where you're going not for health. You're going for delicious dairy options, sugary things. You're after school going there for a light snack before dinner, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of right. large order of Froyo pre-dinner kind of, you know, after third grade or something. It's not the place to drag. They're not, they're not, they're just trying to keep up with <laughs> the time. It's not the place to, to drag. It's yeah. pandemic. Wait, Demi yeah. was dragging Big Chill? Yes. She really oh was. Oh my and, God. And the thing too is like, she didn't stop. Like it was like, it was like Instagram story after Instagram story after <laughs> Instagram story of her going for this <gasps> place and like showing receipts of her like conversation with the, with the Froyo, whoever was like manning the Instagram, the 6,000 followed wow. Instagram of the big chill in LA. Damn. It was really something. It was really Damn. something. It's not, it's not like, you know, juice bar. It's not, it's not trying to be that. No. They're just trying to give diabetics or people who, who don't want to have as much sugar other options, but they're not, they're not even giving us a gluten-free option. They're not taking it there. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it automatically gluten-free or no? I'm just saying like, they're not trying to be healthy. That's not the yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're giving you the baseline. I hope, I'm actually going to go big with go big. memes. I hope after the pandemic, we don't do any more of the like, talking <laughs> about stuff online. <laughs> I, I agree. I hope after the pandemic, yes! online dies. Agreed. I welcome, I welcome the dark age though. Remember, like, like, you know how like people like the doomsday people on Twitter are like we're gonna enter like a technological dark age where like there is no electricity or whatever the hell and I'm like yeah well that's great like I could be good I could see that being good for well I think in some ways we were about to blow up something was gonna happen then the pandemic happened and hopefully Mm -hmm. use this other dark thing to like turn us into a better time in some way yeah, wow. I think the I pandemic happened and then like we all thought that was bad. And then when the 2021 Demi Lovato frozen <laughs> yogurt controversy happened, I think that's when we all realized like this was all a bridge too far and we all had to log off. We just had to log off at that point, I think. Can I tell you, this is like, this is playing out my biggest fear of leaving Twitter, which I per- decided to really permanently do Mm-hmm. as of last week but i I, I would have known about this i would have known about this if i was still on 
But doesn't it feel good to not know? No, I would have loved to be part of the discord. And now I feel that's the thing. I know. Could there be a thing like the scam or something that could send you just like funny Twitter stuff, but you wouldn't have to be on Twitter, but you'd get to know all the like silly news in some ways? Okay, inventor ass. Okay, Leonardo da Vinci essa. That could literally just be like a friend or something or or dating someone. But I think maybe we create an app. We create an app. We create oh an app. Oh my God. Maybe we create an app. I do say, I, I do think like I also deactivated for a few days there. and was like, that's it for me too. And I was just like going to move forward with my it's life. Hard. And then hard. You, what you don't realize happens is in like group threads or just amongst texts, something that happens all the time is they'll just send a tweet. And then in order to like see it or a video or something or like see, to see the new story, you have to log in to go see it. And then that's when you realize like, oh, it doesn't matter that I'm making the decision to not go off it because the rest of the world isn't making that decision. And this is where news happens right or for example that's where actually molly and i got our um message our request to do this show and see and (gasps) that's because i knew because i knew i i wanted to go straight to the source like i did i i and i'm sure i could have gone through my email and found both emails but i was like but i know where they both are on twitter and i did that and it was and and hence what we have right now I just want to say that we received the DM, the group chat DM, mm-hmm. while we were together, while we <gasps> were getting our full hair and makeup done for the Chiba <laughs> premiere. Molly <sighs> actually screamed out loud. Threw oh. <laughs> her phone to the ground. All <laughs> hair and makeup people knew about the podcast. Oh, no. The guy doing my hair, really clipping in fake hair, was like, that's huge. <laughs> Forget the premiere. You're going on the pod. Cancel the <laughs> He literally beautiful. did say, I quote, that's huge for you. That's <laughs> huge for you. <laughs> but we, no, it's truly really like the most exciting thing to happen to either of us, I would say. That's not true. That's that so is not, not true. true. Th- this film is more exciting than the pod. It is. It just is. Let's talk about it. We must. Let's talk about I want to know, and I, I, I had this thought throughout the film, especially in your scenes. What was, I mean, this is such a gross, like, James Lipton-ass question. Mm. But, like, but I want to know, like, what, how did you, how did you both develop this chemistry between, between these characters? Because I was like, this is crackling. This is unlike anything I've ever seen. Okay, Molly is a really good listener. And she's, like, an open person. Mm. Where, like, she's, like, warm, but not in a fake way. And so I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we clicked because also our dressing rooms, which was my dressing room was a child's bedroom. Molly's Mm -hmm. dressing room was maybe a guest room. And we would Mm -hmm. go and sit in each other's rooms and just talk. And I feel like it was like natural. Yeah. But, but you had not met beforehand. No, that's like even weird to me. Yeah. I was just so attracted to Rachel because she's so singular. I was like, who is this human being? I just want to, know everything about her it was so effortless because of like who she is as a human oh my god we we met only once before in a jack's wife frida wait what and which one jack's wife frida 
what is this? We already got, we're in the movie. We didn't know each other before. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was like th- literally two days before filming. We met in a Jack's wife. I see. I see. Just b- coincidentally, or you were like, Hey, we might as let's get lunch. We met on, we met on purpose. I should have said, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it wasn't, I was, I was like, Oh my God. Do you also frequent this Jack's wife? Frida? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it was purpose. Pur- yeah. Purpose. But it's, isn't it so great when the lunch goes well? Like the pre-lunch. Oh my God. I was nervous, honestly. Well, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then Molly came in and me and Emma, the writer director were already there. And then she came right up to us and um, like touched our hair and was like, we all have the same hair. And then you do. It went beautiful from there. Yeah. I mean, we all look exactly the same. So it's kind of weird that we didn't know. We're all like not <laughs> interesting at all. We look exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect because... Had you had you seen Molly before, Rachel? Yeah, in film and television. I saw her in Booksmart last. I saw her in Good Boys, but actually, we had that was after we had met. Mm. Um, but Booksmart, I saw her in first. So I also had seen Molly in Booksmart and Molly in many things, and then I was surprised when you meet Molly and she's so like I'm extremely friendly because you do play a lot of characters, Molly, that are sort of like. I'm actually the coolest bitch you've ever met. And don't speak to me. I'll speak to you if I want. But that's only if I want. That's sort of the energy a lot of, of a lot of the characters you play. But then you are so lovely. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, I, I Maybe I just can't get cast as like a nice person. I don't know why. <laughs> but it's, it's not a simple... I think it like kind of flattens some context to, to, to be like, well, Molly only plays these like aloof people because there was something about Booksmart where I think when you pick up it reveals itself at the end that there's more going on there but like also triple A is you know the triple A well even even when even in that scene where because you pick up Beanie in 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 Booksmart right Mm -hmm. there's 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 that interaction there that scene where it's like oh wait this is like this is not just like mean person this is like a grounded coolness that um, that you're like, I don't think I've seen this before because I think there's been a model that's been set and we've, Matt and I have talked about this a million times about, of like the Regina George model of like mean person. Mm. And I was, and, and this was just like, and Booksmart was just like, oh wait, yeah, like this, we, we've, th- that person is sort of a caricature of something and, and, and Molly's portrayal of that character in Booksmart is like very, very, very much swinging the other way where it's like, oh no, this is someone you would meet in real life and, you aren't, you're second guessing whether or not this person is like standoffish. Is that fair to say? Standoffish is like a harsh word. No, no, no. Totally. That's, that's so kind of you. But yeah, I think, I think it's exciting that like we, I don't know that, yeah, to not cast people that like maybe on the page look like those, those kind of characters are like the mean hot girl, but mm-hmm. like pick a, a more kind of normal looking person i'm i'm thankful for that for that journey and to also play someone that's mean but also like probably is more vulnerable underneath right Mm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. that really is it isn't it (laughs) inside all of us is more is more also i would say beanie's character projecting beanie and caitlin's character projecting all over you yeah yeah they because and i do that too where sometimes i'm like that I see a girl on Instagram. I follow her, of course. I look through her photos incessantly. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. And I'm like, she would be mean to me in real life. And I yeah. think that I like build almost like what it would be like to talk to a person. I'm like, I know yeah. what she would be yeah. like. Yeah. And then you meet them and they're kind of like, hey, 
like completely regular. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. oh, of course, I've actually built up this insane persona of you because of like, and it's all very specific to like every little insecurity that I have. So it's yes. like, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think we all relate to this. But then Rachel, like, you've you've probably, I mean, you must have gotten this from other people who are like, wow, like Rachel Sennett my god like they've built up this whole image around like interacting with you too i feel like the the version that i get of that is like if i go on a date and they're like are you gonna tweet about me can't even get us uh wine because it's gonna be on twitter yeah i'll like, be an alcoholic on twitter won't I'll i be- <laughs> yeah. yes that is what I got. And sometimes that I'm like, okay, that actually, I, that was the old me, but I only, <laughs> do that, I only would do, I would only do that if you were being really toxic and we were already involved in a non-relationship relationship, which <laughs> yeah. is fair game. I'm only right. tweeting true things. If you're someone that I'm going on a first date with, I'm not going to tweet about you unless I say it to you first. And you, I actually approve a lot of my tweets about people <gasps> you run them by the amazing subject. i run them by yeah ethical when it comes to travel we all have that happy place whether it's the beach ski slopes couples getaway or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long matt and priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. 
kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com. Dot com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Wait, how did you meet your boyfriend? Okay, Molly involved. Um, oh, he DM me on Instagram at 4 a.m. Oh, this is already so um, So he, but here's the thing. Well, okay. I'll, uh, he basically sent me a message. I wonder if I can find the message. Mm-hmm. Um, he said- You're going to scroll. It's, is, it, is it a long exchange? Or you guys, do you guys just made it happen pretty quickly? Because that's, that's, that's beautiful. We have been dating since early October. Okay. Come on, six months. Six months? Half year? Okay, Math Olympiads. Proud of myself, ass. Happier. Okay, I'm moving my wedding, my ring over. Yes. He messaged me at four in the morning saying, I was looking at your Instagram at four in the morning and it was really funny, read sexual. Um, and so then he said, if you're ever in LA and want to hang out, I would love to. Mm. And were you immediately struck by his sort of, you know, aesthetic as well? No. No, mm. I initially was like, here's the thing. I was, that was when I was still home living in my parents' basement and I was doing, I mean, he seemed cute and cool, but I was doing a lot of like texting things. And I was like, I haven't like seen anyone in person. I've just been like right. FaceTime jerking off with guy after guy. It's like exhausting. Right, right, right. So I, we messaged for a little, but then I, I kind of, it sort of fell off. Then right. I get to LA um, and I didn't, I didn't immediately message him back cause I got there in September. Then I was hanging out with Molly and I was like, oh, like this guy messaged me to hang out. You guys follow each other. Is he cool? <gasps> Oh, okay. is there, is there a big reveal on who this guy? Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Well then Molly, do you want to say what you said to me? Yeah. That I birthed him. No, that I, I <laughs> love, <laughs> he's my kid. No, I just said, I, I love Logan. He's well, actually, the big reveal okay, is that reveal. I like a straight <gasps> white man. The big reveal is that I adore this man. Yeah. I was like, he's lovely and kind. And I said, they'll date for a long time. And I said, run into this man's arm. Wow. Um, oh. You knew. And then, jump. 
Mm-hmm. Molly was pro. And then we went on and I looked at our text because we were doing this the other night where I was looking at what I said to Molly after our first date. We went on a date at, he literally asked me to hang out at 4.30 PM, which is psychotic. Really it's really unheard of. Daytime. Yeah. Daytime. Yeah. But we went on a really long, that's the only, uh, that should have been a red flag. But other than that, it was such a great date. He's really sweet. Um, I, I just love him. And um, we, well, oh, what's crazy is we would have met in person at South by because oh. he's there for another film. And so it's sort of like, we were like, okay, we were meant to meet. Oh my God. This is beautiful. Also, can I say something? Don't sleep on daytime dates because I think it also ultimately takes a pressure off that is there during a nighttime date. I recently had a very good daytime date <gasps> i hope he's listening hello um but i, I and it was it almost like because i was like let's hang out on saturday night and then right after i sent it i was like is that aggressive and then he was like well let's hang out like um during the day like at two we can get like drinks outside or whatever and i was like okay cool and that made it more casual for me and that lets chemistry flow forth instead of it being like this like steamy night you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, it, it kind of makes uh-huh. things easier, I think. And you know what? It, it, I I actually like that because usually I feel like when I hear daytime date, I think hike, run. No, not necessarily. Sitting in a grass, getting bitten by bugs. That's yeah, uh-huh. good to me. It can be frozen cocktails. It, it can, can be. be. It can be. Wait, this Molly. This is lovely. Because last time I saw you, you were sort of towing the waters. We're not going to talk about this for me, but I'm so happy that we're just talking about it. <laughs> Towing the wall. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have to know. Uh, off, off pod. We'll all connect off pod and we can have. Okay. Yeah. Molly is, Molly is not getting into it on the air. She's not. I mean, I'm literally in bed with you, but I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> oh my like, God. I'm tubing you, but I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, yeah. Don't tube in. I'm 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 so happy that we all are here together because actually it's funny like I was about to message you guys and then I was like wait I haven't seen the movie yet I don't know like I haven't gotten to like to see like if the chemistry obviously is good on screen and off so I asked Ben Platt I was like wait so like Molly and Rachel like is that a good vibe should we have them on the pod together and he was like oh my god absolutely yes obsessed (gasps) with each other would die they would love I was like okay great and that's but I did run it by him first because I was like I would hate to be like come on together and then find out that the girls were been feuding yeah, that we've been enemies for years. <laughs> we put up this big front that we're ready to be together, but little do you know, you saw group chat. Yeah, happens all the time. Let's say if I was in either of your position and I did not like the other one, I would still think it would be kind of interesting and fun to go on something together and do something together. <laughs> I just love the idea that there'd be like, a huge feud in like the indie community for our like a hundred thousand dollar movie that like Rachel and I didn't get along. We didn't get along on set when we shot it for sixteen days. We didn't get along. <laughs> Molly would always take the one seltzer that was available. Before before we get into um we have to ask you both the absolute question, but I wanna know um about Queen Diana Agron. Because I absolutely have been standing since the beginning of time. 
And then I saw the movie and she was she's so good she's at it. She's phenomenal. Do we love? Yes. She adores. She's a a wonderful fucking person. Yeah, she's great. Oh my god, I love her. And she's so funny. So good. She really is. Fantastic in it. And she's like, oh my god, I was gonna say though, I texted, I told Molly this. Recently on an interview, they asked me like, what was it like working with Diana? And I was like, she is the most lovely, kind, beautiful. (laughs) Uh, uh I cherish her. And then I said, in the movie, She's so good. Her character is like terrifying to me. Like when she hands me the baby. Oh no. Article headline. That's the poll Rachel quote. Bennett is terrified of Diana Agron. No. I was like, no. okay, what are people doing? These people. Our fans are also keeping this movie alive. Sometimes they say like, I'm so sorry Diana had to be in a film with like C-list celebrities. So like <laughs> Diana was amazing. But they also like are keeping this movie afloat. So I'm so thankful. That's I don't know if they're so interesting. fans or whatever, but thankful for them. We are. Well, there's something. <laughs> we are. I, I, I have no authority on <laughs> this and i'm speaking purely as like an as an idiot who is out of touch but like i think there's something about gleek culture Mm -hmm. that has aged up into like the general twitter discord something about like them being empowered by a show that that a show likely amazing like what we all like would have wanted as like little queer kids but then like they feel like they have this power and they do to like really make their opinions known about stuff and that's that that's all i'll say yes but maybe but maybe that like that's that's them thinking oh that's them going oh, i can't it's so nice of diana agron to be in this movie with like normal normal actors or not normal actors but like <laughs> c-list which by the way is a C-list. huge compliment a yeah, huge C-list compliment is great but it makes me think about the fact like i'm so happy that i wasn't a kid when I was watching, I, I that I didn't have like Twitter or TikTok when I was watching Glee. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I would have done. I had Vine, and that was already a little freaky with me. So I'm like, yeah, scary. What, scary what I would have done. Uh-huh. Were, were you both Gleeks? Yes. I I, uh-huh. I was a. I, I liked the first couple seasons a lot, and the reason I think that it makes sense that it's sort of like. Um, developed into stan- into like what you're describing, Bowen, as like a stand Twitter is because they were all pop stars in a way. Yeah, like, they really were. Like you, what you, you it's, it wasn't like a normal TV show where like you stand a character. Like once it, they started recording music, it, they were yeah. all like little pop stars, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. like the rivalries on the show itself. Like those were narratives that then would would eventually play out online, and I think that probably is a show that like gets revisited a lot and everything now. Like it probably has people watching it now that are like discovering it and then they take to, to Gleek Twitter. Yeah. I was going to say that I, I just, the movie is phenomenal, but you see Diana, Diana's character and you're like, oh God, oh, this poor woman. But also she's, she is terrifying in this way and she is adding this crazy stakes layer to it. And it's just, there's the alchemy and all of this is beautiful, I think. And I don't know. I, I just think it's phenomenal. I just I just had to compliment everybody about this. Anyway. Thank you. I really loved it too. And I especially because like, not to give anything away about the ending, but what I really loved about, like what it's so, it was inspiring to me too. Like it really just takes place in the amount of time it takes. You know what I mean? Which I really liked. And then at the very end, without saying anything, like there's a moment between your two characters where you realize like, while this two hours or whatever has been such a sort of tough, 
like um, maybe scarring experience for Rachel's character, like what she's going to leave with and what's going to be important in her life and the grand scheme of everything is this relationship. Mm-hmm. And like, I just thought that that was like that, that there was like a truly, it was like a three second moment at the very, very end where I was like, Oh, that's like the whole movie right there. It's just yeah. like, it's really about how like we all have those periods in our life. I'm sure you both have had them where it's just like, I feel like I am in hell. And now you look back on it and you're like, wow, I really felt like I was in hell. But something I still have from that is this relationship or this moment or this thing I learned about myself. So like, I don't know, was that something that you felt in the script or, or was it something that you felt when you watched it? Like, I wonder about that for you guys. Matt and Bowen, I feel like you saw me in hell the last time I did, I don't think so, honey. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You were having yes, a rough time. That was a bad week. It was really, really, that was actually maybe the lowest point in my life. Oh <laughs> my I remember God, you Rachel. came up to me and you, uh, like you, uh, you were really in distress and I was yeah, like, oh yeah. my God, are you okay? Yeah. I was openly crying the whole show. I was oh, like, and honestly, I felt so supported by everyone on the show. Of course. Because literally all 100 comedians, every person <laughs> gave me like a little piece of wisdom, Getting, I was taking hits off of people's jewels and weed pens. Like, great, but it was. I I I really felt like I went through the arc that Danielle goes through in one day, Mm -hmm. from probably the time that we did the short to the feature, where I felt like I like could not get in. I could not get people. I could not get respect in relationships, or I felt like I couldn't, and I felt like it was so. I I felt like it was so hard to get someone to love me and like i was just like a mess after that night i was addicted to poppers every i literally was doing (laughs) oh honey (laughs) for three months there's a time one morning where Catherine cohen took me to like brunch i was crying openly during that then she gave me watered down vodka and i went to like walk (laughs) back to my apartment and i had to like sit down on the on the ground meaning the concrete sidewalk of the west side highway just doing poppers raw 11 (laughs) a.m in the daylight because i was like i need to do something and i felt i I had to go through that and my friend Uh carried me through um Maya's not Danielle's friend. She's, but I mean, they're exes, but it's that, yeah. that same thing where it's like you, I think you have to like go through that like really shitty time to know like your worth or like make mm. a change. And like at the end of the movie, I think, I don't think Danielle like goes home and is like, I'm starting a business tomorrow. But- no. <laughs> it might even it might even continue to be bad for her for a few months after that. Like she'll have to find herself out of her emotional situation, her literal physical situation. But what I loved about that moment at the end is it was like this girl has real love in her life, and she like and and that that ending the movie on that moment I thought is like it it was a way to say this will be something that will that she will remember and that will help her and that she will she she, she hasn't lost. As much as she thinks. And spatially, it's like you have Maya and Danielle sort of walking in the open air. And then it, and then the movie, without giving away like the last sort of moment of it, it's like it ends on another moment of claustrophobia where like the, the whole mm-hmm. film is about just like things closing in on you. And like this is just one last charming moment of like some resolution, but still ultimately like you're packed in. That's all, that's all we will say. But like, 
but Rachel, talk about this timing where like you were you had just finished the short at that time when you were doing poppers off the West Side Highway. No, that <laughs> that was actually after. That was right after we finished the feature. Oh my god! Oh. I would say that period of my life began after the short. Twenty three was really the the rough year. Yeah, but twenty four yeah. it was like segueing out. No, sure. five. Oh my god! So I've, I've I'm old. I've lived it all. I've, I'm, I'm grown. Uh, I'm grown. <laughs> More grown than that. Well, how long was that period from the short to the feature? Like two to three years. Wow. So you felt like you were in like a personal hell even while you were shooting the film. I think it was like not every single day, but do you know when you look back at a period of your life? And it feels like, like a fever the whole time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where just like I was like, there were so many decisions I was just made. I just like, if I was to like see her, I would be like, oh no. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have to, right? You must. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, those that just looking back on those periods, I remember, I feel like one is probably like, when I was like coming out of the closet, I remember I, I can describe it as there. It feeling like I was in a, having a fever every single day. And then that happened again during my sorry, but like return to Saturn when I was like 27, 28 years old, when we were going through a lot. And like personally, I was going through a lot and it just feels like I would open my eyes every single day. And I would just be like the first thing I would think is like, no, I don't want to wake mm-hmm. up and do this day. Like and now looking back on those periods, it's like those are some of the most important because because ultimately you do make it through them and then and then you feel stronger because of it. I would imagine Molly's had these times as well. <laughs> She's like, right now. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. That's why I think the movie is so important for also like um, all these little ladies that are trapped in their homes right now. Because like, yeah, mm. the only way is through. And like, you can't mm-hmm. spend your life being like, why is this fucking happening? Why is this not working out? Why? And you just have to like push on and try to right. learn from those experiences and like how humbling is life if you like just let it happen to you and like learn from it and don't I like have spent so much of my life being like why is this happening what instead of being like oh my god I am becoming a better human I am learning so much I don't know anything and I mm-hmm, feel like mm-hmm. this movie like dances that dance so beautifully and I wish because I I they don't teach you that they just don't no no yeah. I watched this movie and then even now as we're talking about it, I'm like oh but you know there's something that I feel like I've learned and gleaned over the past year um, just in terms of coping with shit. And I feel like that is kind of what the movie is about ultimately, or, or it's, I, you want, you, you go on this real time journey with, um, with Danielle and you're just like, Oh God, this, this is all impossible. Mm-hmm. And then, and then somehow it's like, yeah, you're right, Molly. Like the only way is through. And you're just like, okay, like you, you, you built the plane as you flew it and maybe, but you also just like by the end, by the end of it, you have a plane at least. Like you have some, again, mechanism around like dealing with something as harrowing as that. And it's even on this podcast, like your guys' friendship, I feel like so much you're like, and then we talked and like I was able to feel better about something for a second. And like that moment at the end where they like hold hands is like, okay, like one person in my life, like kind of understands me and like that's enough for this moment. It doesn't understand mm. me so but like is willing to look at me and like see me and that's like enough for this moment and like oh our God. friends are those people and how lucky are we totally oh. yeah and it's, wow. it's it really the fact that it the fact that i feel like i was able to watch this movie and then leave feeling good 
like says so much about that moment because it, you really like the girl is like she da- like Danielle is so it's so bad for her like you're you're like oh so my bad. god this is so fucked it's so rough like <laughs> like by the time that movie is over you're like oh no like this girl like is it over and then, <laughs> and then there's that moment and you just feel so much better and like testament to the directing we got to say yeah, what's 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 Emma's deal? We have to talk about Emma, but I no, I just have to say that I misunderstood the last page of the film, and I still said yes to it. And I I told Rachel I read it, and I thought that my character was fingering her in the back. <laughs> you thought that until you uh-huh. were going to shoot it. I literally on the day was like, okay, like how do I get into this? All right, so she okay, it's like a moment of connection. All right, like trying to get into it. <laughs> wow like, no God you guys hold you. hands you psycho um but let's talk about emma who's like the most unbelievable force in the yeah rachel you go yes talk about emma talk about emma well emma i met when i auditioned for the short and i literally feel like it was like fate like i think she is a genius she's so like she's so i feel like we're similar but so different and in a way where we like compliment each other like she's so grounded mm-hmm. and she knows what she wants like I remember Molly saying to me when it was like the second or third day of shooting like oh my god look at how happy she is she's literally like glowing in her element because she's so I mean I okay this is gonna sound stupid I didn't realize how hard directing was no no I know what you mean yes it's the hardest job oh it's you have to do so much a heart attack every day it's so it literally is like 900 degrees in the house Mm -hmm. there are old people there's a baby that is screaming on and off set (laughs) whether or not they're the baby was on camera and it's like every person who has a question about anything is like, Emma, 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 Emma. And like, she just knew what she wanted, which I think it was like, you have to be, you have to like be flexible and work with everyone, but also like maintain your vision. And Mm -hmm. I think Emma did that beautifully. And she also wrote from a place of, I think she wrote about things that were connect she connected to in her life and like were important to her and i think that really resonated with young women and you Mm. can like i mean bowen when you were talking about like stands and twitter i was like it's honestly like sometimes they can be scary but they're but also they like supported the movie and our reason that it's like doing so well because like young women shared it on social media and so of course yeah i feel like that speaks to emma's like talent and voice very intuitive yeah and it, it sounds like and, and, is, and isn't it one of those things where it's like you meet someone like that on a collaborative level or on a on a on a friendship level with like you and molly but it's like is it, it, it doesn't it feel like falling in love when it's like so so perfect yes it's like wow i found someone you know like and, and you two are like have this this creative relationship now that's about to pop off and like do do more things and that's the best thing you want it literally does feel, we were saying that it feels like Shiva is like, we had a baby together, mm. but I will say she is the one that gave birth. And I'm like the, <laughs> I'm a, because I, she You're like, cheering on the side. Movie, edited it. Yeah. I'm like, I was involved, but she <laughs> gave the birth. Um, but yeah, it feels very, very special. And it honestly does feel like a marriage. And then it's like, as you get to new levels, you have, it's like, 
such a a deep relationship because you have to be able to like balance your your friendship and like working creative like so much I mean like obviously you guys know like it's like when you're doing a pro it's there's so many different things um but like it feels very very special and I remember when we went to South by for the short we like stayed in like one little room in an Airbnb together. And like, I was like, Oh my God, she's like my person. Yeah. Such like a special week. And then now, and then we met Molly and now we're a a gorgeous group of friends. It's just, it's feels very a triptych. But I have to say, Rachel and Emma are the most inspiring, unbelievable duo. And like, don't wait around for people to give them opportunities. They just made a movie for no money themselves. And we're like brave enough to do that. And I'm sure we all know so many people that are like, I want to do this and I want to do this. And are just waiting around for like someone to give them money to make something. And they just like fucking did it. And it's it's working out for them. Yeah. Well, we love the movie and can't recommend it enough to everyone. Um, We have to ask these ladies the question which is the really the central question of our show wouldn't you say Bo? yes i would say so i would say so well the question is what was the culture that made you say culture is for you and molly gordon i would like to pose it to you first what was the culture that made you say culture was for you wow i can't, I can't believe to be at this moment uh, uh, <laughs> being a lifelong fan to be standing here on the stage i didn't know that i would get molly. this honor. Uh, absolutely shaking I think mine would be seeing R-rated movies with my parents on a Friday Ooh. night when I was, it was kind of age inappropriate for me to be seeing them. Right. Um, I really connected to Kate Berlant's episode about yes. being an only child and like being brought to things that maybe you wouldn't normally be brought to because there was no one to leave you with. Right. And I just remember my parents bringing me like to Anchorman when I was 10 years old mm-hmm. and like getting thrifty ice cream and chip, like sitting between them. Everyone else is on a date <laughs> and it's a packed theater and everyone is just laughing so fucking hard. And like the communal laughter was so infectious and amazing. And when he said like, San Diego is a whale's vagina. Whale's vagina. I laughed yeah, yeah. So fucking hard, but I had no idea what it meant. <laughs> I had literally no idea, but every the whole like it makes me sad in COVID because I missed that so much. Like the whole room was shaking. Yeah. But I was like, oh, all I want to do is like understand why people are laughing like this. Yeah. I have no fucking idea. And like just being, I don't know, getting to to kind of see things maybe that I shouldn't have, but, but kind of being so curious about what they were um, yeah. was so like exciting and made me want to kind of be in on that joke. That's a great answer. Literally Bowen. Wait, this reminds me of, so about me, Bowen and Anna Dresden went yes, I was to go see up. 50 shades of gray years ago. <laughs> we went to go see 50 shades of gray. The on, first on movie opening day, on February opening 14th, day, Valentine's and day. literally we watch probably, I'm going to say 90% of the movie. Like we get yeah. all the way to the end. It's our, she's been like, Fucked Flogged. every which way, yeah, yeah, like yeah. truly, like they have sex so many times in the most Fifty Shades of Grey ways. The movie really goes there, and then at the end of the theater, like in the back, we just hear this voice, and it was huge. It was like the it was like the eye picks, like in like Battery in Park like City or something. But yeah, like it was like a huge theater. Like it was like on Valentine's Day. I remember it yeah, was a huge yeah. deal. And in the back of the theater, we just hear. Mommy, I need to go to the bathroom. And literally this child, like everyone, everyone in the theater gasped. 
<laughs> just cathartically goes, oh, what? And, and it's just like everyone just turned around. Like it was like the hundreds comedic- of people, a sea of people just turning to like the source that being like, what? Happened. Someone had brought their child to that movie, like because R-rated movie, sure. And then Anna said, like at the time, she said, like she was laughing too. We were all laughing, but she was like, you know, some people they can't afford a sitter. Like, yeah, they have to bring their kid, totally. like whatever. And I was like, yeah, 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 but probably not this movie. This is like, this is like mommy needed. Mommy needs her fix. Like, we gotta yeah. Go. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking like comedy, an R-rated comedy. We're talking yes. a group comedy. We're talking about a couple swear words. We're not talking about sure. frontal tie-up nudity. Yes, tie-up nudity. Tie-up nudity. I have a couple. I have a couple questions though. Yeah. One, it's interesting that you bring up the only child thing because do you think that you wouldn't have been brought to these movies had you had siblings? Hmm. Yeah, I just think when you're an only child, you kind of get brought around. I really connected with her being like, you you go to these dinner parties and right. you kind of like ask these questions that you wouldn't. You're you're brought into the conversation and it's such a beautiful thing at such a younger age, but also yes. like. Sometimes you're like, should I really be talking about this? <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But it's also why I feel like I've I always connected more to like older people until I got to a certain age where I was like, that's like a week where I was like, I have all my friends are older, and it was like Ben Platt that's like a year and a half, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all my friends are older. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, and I think my parents were like, oh, we can't like fully afford a sitter right now, and like maybe if they had another kid, it would have been it, or they would have had friends that had more kids and left me with them or right. something. Yeah. Right. Just to remark on that, it is, I think it is a good development. It's a positive thing that like Gen Zers want nothing to do with older people. And it's like, and that, that <laughs> makes sense because it's like, and also millennials should not want aspire to be like Gen Zers either. It should, it should not go either way because it's like, if I was in high school and like a 30 year old was trying to like mimic me, I'd be like, you're fucking weird. Stop. I feel like, though, millennials looked up to Gen X because there was aspiration about that generation. Meanwhile, I think that, like, Gen Z looks at all the generations above it and is like, you all fucked up so bad. I don't want anything to do with you or the world that existed before. Like, it's fucked. Like, we're dealing with so much shit. So, yeah, that might be why. Like, when we we were all younger, like, it was like, older people were cool you know what i mean like even like even like the way that like older Mm. people played teens you know what i mean like the entire (laughs) cast of clueless being in their late 20s or whatever like you know what i mean like you wanted to be older glee Glee. yeah you're right glee Glee, literally like like all those teen movies like she's all that or whatever like freddie prince jr being 40 always no, now it's like a different thing where they're like, oh, we fully want like a real uh, person in high school to play a high schooler, not like a yes. old. But we're like, why yes. don't I have boobs like that? And it's like, uh-huh. we've had two children and it's different. Yeah. 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 It felt like you guys were the oldest people that could have been in Booksmart. Like any older, it would have been like, no way. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And we were already like, it wasn't okay in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like now I look at, how beautiful is it to connect with people your own age? I don't know why I, I always had this huge kind of fixation on it. Like they deemed me worthy enough or smart enough to be able to like talk to them. And my older friends were like, why are you like, we don't even think about you as being younger. Sure. Yeah. Well, it felt, it felt cool to be like precocious or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, um, okay. The other question was besides Anchorman, do you remember other R rated movies that you guys went to? Yeah. I mean, it was always the kind of McKay comp. I feel like it was like, right. yeah. Too. 
Um, uh-huh. But I mean, I don't even remember. Honestly, it's the R-rated comedies that I think yeah. are 40 year old virgin, all those ones. Um, yeah. Those kind of stuck with me. I mean, we definitely saw some ro- romantic ones too, not a full like uh, 50 shades, but that was a this, which is always, I, the listener sure. won't be able to see, but like this doesn't work. No, yeah, hands she's over covering the eyes, her yeah. eyes, and there's sort of a there's a peeking through the, yeah, ex- and it's, it doesn't work for the exact reason why 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 you're showing, which is let me explain to the readers. Basically, Molly is covering her face, but you can see in between her sort of middle and index finger, there's clearly an eye. So really, what she can do is see. When I saw Spring Awakening, and I'm seeing a full ass, Mom goes like this. In some ways, I have a better view of the ass. <laughs> okay, did you see Jonathan Groff's ass or Hunter Parrish's ass? You better believe I saw both multiple times and it oh, every time. I wish I had seen John Groff's ass, although you, you've seen, you can see it so many times in film and television now, but I saw Hunter Parrish's ass, which also was great, but you can see that in film and television too. They both show their ass a lot, <laughs> which we love. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> I love ass, male celebrity ass. I'm like a, a connoisseur. Like I, I, I truly love butts so much. Mm, I love that. I love that for for men. And I'm here to I'm here to be brave and say it. Okay, so now we turn we we turn to Rachel Senate and we say, now what was the culture that made <laughs> you say culture was for you? Okay, so I thought about this a lot because um, Molly and I had a pre-call to talk about oh, my um, God. <laughs> because because here's the thing I there was like a mo- I wanted to be like an actress or be in the arts since I was little but when I was growing up I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of TV and movies like I wasn't really allowed to watch inappropriate stuff mm-hmm. and so I feel awesome. like when I was in high school Actually, honestly, college, I, when I was first, when I first had like a laptop and I could watch stuff, I experienced the movie Bling Ring. And <gasps> oh, wow. I said, this is my shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. The kind of stuff that I want to make, I want to be in. I love a movie that's like five girls, one guy, they're walking uh-huh. in unison, we're listening to sleigh bells, they're trying on clothes, <laughs> they're calling each other bitch. That is my kind of movie. And I loved it. And I think like that that was my, when I was like I knew the genre that that I like. Yes. Oh, that's a part that is such a perfect sorry to bring up this word again, but that's a perfect like activating movie. But but this answers the question so perfectly. It is the culture that made you say, I'm gonna focus in on bling ring. I mean, but that is the answer, right? Because yeah, like, yeah. that is such a good one. Oh my God, Sleigh Bells, you're right. Fucking Bling Ring is underrated, Sophia. The the first scene is like when they're running through the dark and you're like, yeah, yeah. And then it starts with the Sleigh Bells song and it's like, and you're and it's like, bitch, let's go. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's so good. I love The shot, crazy wide shot. It just stays on that 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 one take is is that paris's house was there's just that one house yeah paris's house where you just see them like you see the whole house and all the interiors and they're just like flipping on the light switches going in and out genius 
So good. Yeah. And you can hear and you see them. And then there's like one person all the way over here. And it's like mm-hmm. the sliding glass doors. It's great. Yes. yes. It's that typical oh. thing, too, of like it is a very good Sofia Coppola movie, but they don't list it as one of her best because people don't think that because it's about young people and especially young women, they don't give it the half of everything frivolous. else. And they do yeah. the same thing to, with Marie Antoinette, which I believe is her like magnum opus. And I, I think that it's actually like, maybe her most important work, because I do think that her most important artistic relationship is with Kirsten Dunst. And I think that it's so good and so inventive and so perfect encapsulation of, or at least um, in her mind, like who this woman might have been. But you don't see it talked about as one of Sofia Coppola's best, like you do Lost in Translation, because it's not about like a sad older guy. You know what I mean? And I think like <laughs> what she's so good at is like really capturing the experience of being a young woman. And I think that that, that movie, like maybe it's because it was about Hollywood too, or about this like reality star adjacent group of people, but people sleep on Bling Ring. They really they do. do. They really yeah. do. Yeah. Wait, Molly, were you going to say something about Marie Antoinette? I saw your face. No, I just fucking love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. She just like is freer than I feel like people give her credit for. Like her Uh movies are all very different, actually. Mm -hmm, Like she has a like you you can definitely like link all her films, but like she takes like big swings and like takes chances. And I feel like they don't like they don't. I don't know who they are, but they don't like when she does that. No, no, you're right. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't seen on the rocks the, the, her newest one. Um, I, 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 I never saw somewhere. Somewhere is like a tone poem. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really a sit, and it's very, it's very uh-huh. much like an actual. It's very much like a slice of life, actual of Stephen Dorff's life. Like, yeah. do right. you know that Stephen Dorff like really lives at the Chateau Marmont and like he still does? So he he really lives there, and yeah. like um, so it's really like about this guy that's very close to him and it, it's got Elle Fanning and sh- she's really young in it and um, it's Elle Fanning kind of going through a pool it's like yeah. Julian Casablanca singing it's a kind yeah, of like yeah. Rachel and I will never be in because we're too loud like it's not- <laughs> same because <laughs> you swim too loud <laughs> no because we speak too loud you know what I mean we're not gonna yeah. be able, like, get out films. <laughs> yeah I feel like sc- screen acting is just about speaking Whispering. softly literally and I, but, but you two have done that absolutely but it's but we're not full whisper well, it is scary when you realize wait if i make this tape and i kind of whisper are they gonna be into it literally every it's been a revolution for me in the past like year and a half like i i i was i always used to really struggle in auditions and i never knew what was the problem and then i just realized like oh i kept getting the note like you can't you can't throw it bad. away throw it away you're too big yeah. you're too big because i think it's because we are i mean rachel knows like we are truly creatures of the new york stage so it's yes. like you know like i didn't have acting training like i learned how to be effective on stage from screaming in a basement <laughs> so it was like and, and and like my big dumb face was like a skill of mine and so it was just like when it when it comes to on camera acting like i didn't realize really what that ever meant and then throw it away it's it's just truly like you having to understand that like by thinking it you do it like it's mm-hmm. so weird, but it does. It almost doesn't feel right. Like sometimes I'll leave auditions and feel like, but I didn't do anything, and those are the ones that go well. It's so weird. 
Yeah. But it's good that you guys are all doing this now because I, not to like say like, woe is me, but I feel like I'm fucked because I am working in this place where it's like, you, you scream loud and you read off of a, a white paper card. And like that, that's not how it works anywhere else. I actually was so, first of all, I have to shout you out because you brought the house down and are an icon and we're so unbelievable in the last episode. Like it's oh, un- fucking believable, like life changing performance. But you oh had so many levels in that vocally. I felt really, yes. you did. There was the moment when you were like, I turned around and like, and like there was like the small moment, but but it, but it is true though. Like but I remember one time, I, it's like not, it's non-transferable credits. It's like yeah, whatever. But well, but that's not really true though because Kristen Wiig is super small, and she was like on that show and was so big, right? Like, but like I, I'm not a Kristen Wiig where I can like switch the gear in my head because I'm gonna like I'm truly bringing like. I am bringing this to other places and I'm realizing that it's like, it's actually not normal. Like I like not to, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to get into this, but, but like I, I finished Saturday at SNL and then uh, on Monday I went into Nora from Queens and then I was like, and then I, I didn't get the note, but I, I told, I I clocked myself being like, you're being too loud. You're being too Mm -hmm. big. And this is, this is a different thing. And you got, you got to keep it whisper, not whisper, but like it is a crazy realization and molly's probably known this for a while but i feel like yes like but me and rachel and matt have probably like been too like indoctrinated in like the you gotta Sketch get comedy their attention yeah. yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> well it's like the back that you're at union hall there's like people uh-huh. at the bar at the back being like a beer no a beer yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. and you're like what it's so yeah rachel weren't you a hammer cat no no what actually i got called back did not make it into the group Oh, that, that's that's not my legacy that I like to leave. I I, I don't no. like that. I I, I want to go speak to them. It's okay. I that's. Do you know what? Actually, I'm grateful out. because that's why I started doing stand up. Is because I didn't get mm. congrats. So then I said I want to perform somewhere. Then I met Moss, and everyone was like, "This guy Moss does stand up." Moss, we love Moss. I love Moss, and then um, we would do open mics together. That's Moss cool. Paracone. Yes. Uh, Pericone, 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 the the best. It's because we, him. it's because we used to, we're used to reading it. I know. Understand. And honestly, another <laughs> hazard of online. Hazard of online. You're you're used to reading it on a show poster yeah. or on, on Twitter. <laughs> um, yes. Moss permanently deleted Twitter. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Bravery and truth. How, for how long? Did you know? Like, how does he it's feel about gone. it? His account is gone. Wow. Great, 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 great. Hero. Never needed it. Hero. Yeah. The, also, Emma Watson. Whenever anyone's like Emma Watson's not great, I'm like, well, you didn't see the bling ring. You didn't She's, see the bling ring. When when you can say multiple lines that like people say again. First of all, I want to rob. Yeah. I yes. I want to rob. Girls, it's time for your Adderall. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's so many lines in that movie that I just say alone to myself when I'm. But what does she say? Like, I think I'm like going to politics or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel playing this in like the the musical version, I'm kind of kind of maybe be really compelling and interesting. <laughs> yes, as a play, maybe even the play. Yeah. Wait, when, were you aware of it as a true story when you watched it the first time? I remember seeing the trailer. I watched the trailer obsessively because I mm-hmm. loved. I love when it's like candy. Do you know what I mean? Where you like, watch yeah, the, yeah, the aesthetic and, pops out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I um looked up 
that it was, it said, I think it said like based on true events or something. Yeah. And then I looked up the videos and then I knew that going in. Yeah. And uh, then I knew the Alexis Nyers video, the, the, the iconic. Calling. Yeah. Yes, Nancy yes, Joe, yes. this is Alexis Nyers calling. I just wanted to say, I'm so disappointed. In I got to I got to say it ends like in a really heartbreaking way. Well, yeah. She's like, she's like, you don't know that I'm becoming like a, a little girl. No, a young woman. It's like, yeah. oh, this poor girl, Alexis. And then it got really rough for her. And then now she's okay. And now she's okay. And when she was on, when she was on Z-Way's live over the mm. summer, I was like, oh, she's, she's, she seems like she's doing well. That was her prop. Maybe it wasn't her Saturn return, but that was her. Oh, <laughs> that was yes. her. Hell. And the only way is through. Oh my god! The only way is through. I'll do it again. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> she did title it again. Readers. The only way is through. The only way is through might be the title of that. I love that. I love that um, so much. Wait, before we move on, I want to know, I, Molly. I want to ask about this Lakers show. What can you say about it? Is it about the LA Lakers in the seventies? Yeah, it's about the. It's about Magic Johnson joining the team in nineteen seventy nine. And Jerry Buss buying the Lakers. Um, but I haven't, I start on Friday. I haven't started. Oh, you ha- it has not oh my been God. shot yet. We were supposed to shoot a year ago, but then we pushed for COVID for a year. So so I'm kind of like, oh, maybe it'll start Friday or maybe it'll start in 75 years. I'm not sure. You, you're going to start on <laughs> Friday. Oh, yeah. and h- how long is the shoot? It's until, I think it's like until October, no- October November. Oh, shit. So that's yeah. the yeah. summer. Um, but it'll be, it'll be, it's such a fun time period and the music and the costume yeah. and, and it's the, HBO and it's HBO and it's gorgeous men playing basketball players. What more could yes. you want? We have Bo Burnham playing Larry Bird. Oh, that's great casting. Right though. Breaking, breaking the internet in some ways with that, with, with that casting. 100%. Have you met Bo? No. He's lovely. Oh, but we oh we met him very briefly at Vulture Fest. We did meet him, yeah. I I'm obsessed with Joe Burnham. Yeah, he's great. How he's can really, someone really good. that be that talented an actor, that talented a writer, that talented a director, and seem like such a good person? Like I don't yeah. understand it. And a, and that talented of a comedian stand up, but then also like understand the inner mind of like an eighth grade girl. Yeah, it, it's crazy. That movie is so. Oh, that was beautiful. so. Oh, it's that, incredible. I couldn't believe how good that movie was. Eighth grade. Yeah. That yeah. was that was another one that I was just like, and talk about visual style and wanting to eat the movie. Like that movie was like, and the music. Remember the scene where like it's like the hot kid and he's like such a child, oh, but like yeah. he like, comes out of the pool and he's got those like like blue eyes and like they do like that sexy like dubstep music and you're like I was screaming laughing because I'm so like, funny. yes, this was the kid. Yes, this is the feeling of seeing the kid, like sexualizing the kid in this way that's for comedy, but also like you do get it. Like, it, like it's so funny. But also the lighting of that movie, like that he, I feel like I've never seen just like a dark room with your your face uh-huh. and, phone. Phone, and that's just so many people's but like lives. My whole life. Like, <laughs> with that. And, I, and like, Shit. I haven't really seen that explored. Yeah, yeah, it's very sad. Very it is so sad when the dad is trying to talk to her at dinner and she has the headphones Ugh. in and she's like, what? And I'm like, deep down she wants I to connect, that. but she can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, so it's sad. Oh my God, that's hell too. That's like your first round of hell. Yeah. 
first oh, yeah. Yeah. her anxiety attack that she has at the pool party i was like oh my god i couldn't believe that a straight man was a, was responsible for capturing this i was like this is so real like that moment of panic just appearing in a swimsuit with your peers like Ugh. man whew. follows you to into adulthood kind of yeah in a major way in a T- major TBH. way and also the end of that movie too where she's like do, do you Ugh. think i do you think i'm a loser or something or she says and he, he's like i think you're so cool and he's telling his daughter he thinks she's so cool oh my god and then, wow. and then that little date that she has, that little dinner date that she has with that kid. This is just the oh, that kid was scene. great. Allison Jones deserves to be put in heaven for the rest of her life. Like, what the fuck? Let's shout out Miss Allison Jones, iconic casting director. <laughs> I had one meeting with her, nothing came of it, but I enjoyed my experience. <laughs> She's lovely. Wow. She just we always has like the people that are those people, not just yeah, yeah. It's just genius. Yeah, exactly. she cast. She cast um, Q Force, the animated show I wrote. I wrote on, and she she does oh, an she amazing did. job. Yeah, so she, she. I was I was writing for a show that she cast that's animated. Uh, more to come on that one. Oh, um, but listen, I think we need to go into. I don't think so, honey. Just because I know that we're all gonna promote provoke conversation with ours, and I know that this is going to um going to be a stirring group of I don't think so, honeys. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. 
I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store, upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. Yes, I agree. We're going to start conversation. Matt, do you have one? Would you like to go first? Yes, I have one and I can go first. Okay. Um, let me get the, the the timer up. This is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey, Froyo. Ice cream <laughs> is better. Sorry about it. But if I'm going to be out here eating any mm. frozen treat or dessert, it's going to be iced cream. It's not going to be frozen yogurt. Also, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I don't think so, honey, Froyo. I can't look at you the same anymore after I watched Demi Lovato use the words Froyo upwards of 50 <laughs> times in an eight-minute long apology video where she said <laughs> the sentence when I messaged the Froyo shop, dot, dot, dot. Like I said, Froyo has jumped the shark. Unfortunately, Demi Lovato has ruined frozen yogurt for me. Or should I say Froyo? yo for us all maybe she's right maybe there should be no shops maybe the big chill should shut right down and we should open a salt and straw maybe we need a jenny's maybe we need a scoops which was my hometown ice cream place i'm sorry but search your memories of childhood do you have memories of ice cream or do you have memories of froyo you have memories of ice cream it is the blueprint for froyo ice cream first i don't think so honey froyo and that's one minute i'm i i i'm in awe I'm in awe. I feel that ice cream tastes better. Ice cream's flavors are more real feeling. You know what I mean? Like it's just like froyo. I just feel like I don't. I don't get really get it. And also yogurt, I don't like. So why would I like it frozen? Well, yo- yogurt. We we love yogurt. You can speak for your fucking self. Okay. I love yogurt. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Wait, can I ask a question? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I have a breakdown. (laughs) You can ask a question. Uh, And and wait, the talk back begins now. Yes, I'm now fielding questions. Well, wait. So do you mean mean yogurt yogurt or frozen yogurt? Well, I don't think so, honey, was frozen yogurt. 
I like plain yo- Greek yogurt with, um, you know, a little bit of granola, a berry, a honey. Lovely, lovely, lovely treat that simulates ice cream in some ways. But Froyo is tough because it's it's like pancakes almost. It's like the idea sounds great. And then once you're like in it, it, yeah. it really kind of doesn't hold up because it's never going to be ice cream and it's trying to be ice cream and she's never going to be ice cream trying to be ice cream though why is she dressed up in all these flavors then why is she saying i'm strawberry i'm vanilla i'm chocolate why is she saying you can cover me in all these things if mcdonald's soft serve what where where are we putting that ice cream ice cream cream. the best ice cream but but even though it's it's like whirly like that. It doesn't that's, matter that's what soft the- serve ice cream. Okay, See okay. now, th- now we're getting into the distinction, and so thank you for teeing up, <laughs> teeing, teeing up this distinction, which is ice cream can be both hard scoop or soft serve. It can be both frozen yogurt. Certainly can't scoop it. Yeah, mm. kind of like a triangle tr- or a rectangle square. Yes. Exactly. It's not exactly. versatile enough. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Demi Lovato, like, she may have a point, that queen. That queen may have had a point this time. I need to say one more thing that you talked about in our opening thing before we came in. I fucking hate on, like, TV shows when people don't eat, when people are, like, just playing with the ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. Eat that. (laughs) Eat it. Just eat it. What a gift. Yeah. What a gift. So this, this is, this actually is an interesting thing. So Bowen and I recently did the summer campaign for Bonobos. So that's going to be hitting the internet and screens and store storefronts very soon. But they handed us ice cream for one of the shots. Bowen. We ate it. We ate it all. When I tell you, I I ate three whole cones. Because what a gift. Because Molly's right. What a gift. And I never am eating this stuff because I'm trying I'm trying to be hashtag like body conscious. I'm trying to like be good about like what I put in my body. And like I am being a little bit of a psycho and like summer's coming up. Can't eat anything bad. Like it's not good. It, I'm not saying I'm right, but it is the way I am um, for better or worse. And like they handed us that ice cream and I was like, well, it's for work. So then it was just like I was like shoveling it down. Mm. And I I think I ate like three cones and they were like, okay, we need to take that one because for the shot, you need to be holding a fresh one. And I was like, well, I'm not done with this one. And they're like, yeah, but it's for the picture. It's not for you. And I was like, well, hold on. And so I ate that. We were eating cotton candy on set. Mm. I'm ready to see these photos. They'll be fun. They came out good. They came out good. I love eating in a photo. Oh, yeah. I do. And I honestly love, to be honest, I do my best acting if I'm eating while I'm acting. Because there's no way to fake, there's no way to fake like uh, authenticity. It's it's, it's just real. It's real. It's real. You eat the way that you eat and then naturally everything comes out the way that Oh my God. I guess the only thing with that though is it's a little bit of a continuity nightmare. Like I was wondering about that shooting Shiva Baby because there's so much food in the movie. Like, did you ever, do you have to be like very conscious about like the continuity of it all? I will say the bagel, the everything sat out in the house, which again, no air conditioning. So right. it was and kind of we the it's expensive, the food. And so yeah. like we had the same food and then um the like set person, the d- like designer would put stuff in the fridge in between takes so it wouldn't go bad. But wow. by the time I was eating the bagel and the locks, they were like don't put the locks in your mouth. So I just ah. put the other side of the bagel into my mouth. And that's a, te- and that's a technical thing that you have to think about while you're, yeah. 
Yeah. There's an extra layer to that. But wait, wh- wh- what was this house? Ditmas Park? Yes. Yes. Lovely. Yeah. I was Loved really that. impressed with you in that scene, by the way, because that was one shot. And when you went all the way up and did the bagel, yeah. I'm like, what if she was like freaking out and couldn't butter the bagel? Like she really <laughs> did that one. Ooh, thank I you. Really, I thought that that scene with the buttering and the or or the smearing and the um adding of the uh, everything onto the bagel, I thought that was well done. I thought that thank was well you. done. Very well I love done. You when you're like these are my actions when you're doing yeah. things, and you, yeah. even, and you don't even really have to. You're like you don't uh, even really yeah. have to, like time to open the salsa. Really stressed, you yeah, know? Yeah, because yeah, you're like yeah. the character is focused on the smearing, not the acting. Yes. Right. Exactly. I love this. All right. Well, that's my attack on Froyo for today. It feels like I have some people on my side. Um, Bone Yang, are you ready for your I don't think so, honey? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. That's good. Because your time, Bone Yang, starts now. I don't think so, honey. Peeing into a cup? Honey, went to the doctor today. First of all, got blood work done. Didn't have the heart to tell Trevor, my PA, that I forgot about the blood work and that I ate already this morning. So that's going to come out all janky. But then he hands me the cup. He goes, go into the bathroom, drop it off at the window. What a mortify. I mean, it just feels so unnatural to Mm. pee inside a cup and then to be confronted with like, yeah, you can smell your piss. You smell your piss guaranteed if you're peeing into a cup. If it's not a, a big old toilet bowl or a squatter thing, if you're in parts of Europe or Asia, thank god you don't have to smell your own urine but if it's in a cup you have to smell it you gotta screw the lid on you gotta make sure the tape's on right it's this whole to-do that you're being and you're like you have urine molecules all over your little fingers and nails and cuticles that you're like wait this ruined my whole day and i feel unclean i feel like i feel like a leper in my own piss and that's one minute well it's all for your own good bowen it's so your doctor can take care of you you need to know but i'm just saying like the 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 act of peeing in a cup really really demoralizing you feel it's demoralizing dehumanizing and um uh degrading yes all three all All the all the d's see see i i get it do you ever feel concerned that you're gonna like miss or pee too much or that you're going to be that asshole that's simply that asshole that gives them way too much pee in the cup and they say well we only needed a little yeah always <laughs> i pee above the label i pee above the, the decal the sticker oh god is the it line yeah well there's, they, no, they, there's there, like a there suggestion was, there wasn't a lot there wasn't you a line to- on this one uh, believe me, I looked. Well, also, it's you know what's humiliating is when you, of course, are the jerk who has like bright yellow piss, and you're like, oh, okay, not the hydration king tonight. No, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, you always get it on your hands and always all over the cup. Well, it's different for you, ladies. Yeah, but it's like, do they? I feel for them that they have to hold. I, it, the whole thing is so sad. They're so used to it. I, let me can I say something about nurses and doctors. <laughs> They've seen so much worse. Yeah, I'm actually going to be vulnerable right now, and this may get cut. I I will be vulnerable too, and it will get cut because it's disgusting. But you go first. Suffice it to say that during my surgery that I just had, I you're not supposed to eat or drink for like ten hours before, so I didn't do that. But woke up in the morning and like couldn't really go to the bathroom like either way. So I get to the I get to like my surgery, and I'm like I haven't eaten but i also haven't gone to the bathroom and like 
whatever. And they were like, oh, it's not a big deal. And I was like, so should I keep my underwear on during the surgery? Or like, cause I, cause it's my nose. Like I don't need to have my underwear off. Wait. And they're like, yeah, keep your underwear on. Woke up from the surgery. Underwear was nowhere to be found. And I didn't have to go to the bathroom anymore. So I was like, excuse me. Like knock, knock, knock. Um, where's my underwear? And they were like, oh, we had to take it off. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, and um, we just, it's no big deal, but we had to give you a catheter because you you were full of piss. <laughs> I was like, oh, full of piss. Got it. I know I shit myself during that surgery. <laughs> oh my God. I know it. I know 100%. Oh I know 100% that they were like doing surgery on me and they <gasps> said, mm, he's full of shit. We got to get this out of there. And they, I I know for a fact, because I didn't shit for like four days after the surgery either. So I know for a fact. Oh my God. I know for a fact they took it all from me. And also when they told me they put that catheter in, they did not lie because it was burning when I was peeing for about two days after. And that was also not a good feeling. Surgery, don't recommend it. Only if you have to, people. And remember, I did. I'm so sorry. But I, it's so, de- that's when I say like, these people have seen way worse than like get them getting a little bit of pee pee on their finger. Like, please, these people have their hands up your ass. <laughs> amazing Wait. people, amazing people, amazing, amazing people. We love heroes. Them. Amazing heroes have their hands up your ass, and it's rule of culture number one hundred and two. Amazing, amazing heroes, heroes have, have their, their hands, hands up, up your, your ass. ass. Can I share something? And this will definitely get cut because it's actually so bad. If we keep in what I said, it has to. We have to keep in what you say. So share at your own risk. And I feel you should. Lately, lately, I've like felt a little bit of pain Uh, when I when I get (laughs) fucked. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I'm and then I and so then I go. My prostate's enlarged. I have a huge <gasps> prostate. I have a humongous prostate. And so I go into Do the doctor. Do you know that for today. a fact? Well, no. Here, I, I'm oh, convinced of this. Oh, this is something you're surmising this. about yourself. Okay. Yes. Cool. I'm convinced of this. And I go to the doctor today and I tell Trevor, I go, also. First name basis, we love. Well, he's, yeah, yeah Trevor, we love him. Um, I go, you know, Trevor, I think um, Lately, when my prostate's been stimulated, there's been this stinging pain. And I wonder if, I wonder if I have an enlarged prostate. And he goes, hmm, it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like more of a fissure, but we'll check. And I was like, oh, okay. And he, he starts putting on the gloves and, and, and gives me an examination. Uh-huh. And then I, when I go to pee in this cup later on, yeah, mm-hmm. I realize that. Uh, um, I had not done a great job <gasps> wiping. Oh my god! Oh my god! This just ha- this happened to me too, where I had to have like a physical, and they went up there and like I I was like, oh no, I didn't prep for this. I thought I was gonna be like, we we're gonna we're gonna go in for a scan. Here's a referral for like a place to do like a scan, which I was like ready to pony up money mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like. I- I'm so sorry. This is so. This is so disgusting. And I and, and this is and okay. No, it's a human <laughs> life, and it, we're destigmatizing. We're destigmatizing poopy going butt. to the doctor and poopy butt because okay. it happens to everyone. Actually, here's breaking news: what comes out of your asshole is poop. Poop. Yeah. It's, it's a rule of culture number thirty. Breaking, breaking news: what, what comes, comes out, out of your asshole, asshole is, is poop. poop. No, I was gonna say sometimes it doesn't even have to happen at the doctor. Sometimes yeah. you're having sex and. Uh-huh. You Funny, realize that later you get you it can happen. 
I know, I know, I know. You get the You're shit right. dick deluxe. Thank you. A hundred percent. I mean, like this, this is something that you just, especially having gay sex. If there's, if, if that happens a little bit, like no one cares. And here's the thing. If you do care, you actually suck You're because, a because You're I don't a know what gay porn fantasy you're living where like no shit happens ever, but like, yeah, you do your best to clean yourself out and like any type of sex, you do your best to like, make sure it's like a sanitary area and then give it to give it up to God who's watching. Yeah. Who's watching. Okay. Molly, did you have any thoughts on this? Well, I just hate it's like, why, of, like, why are we still embarrassed of that? Like that and periods. It's like that mm-hmm. happens. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. The periods are how we have children. The shit is how we get our shit out. Like let's get uh, yeah. over it. But yeah. it's still like, Oh no. Oh, good God, doctor. It's like, of course. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course. That's what I'm saying though. It's like, I just, just knowing that like, it's no doctor cares about a little bit of piss on their fingers because it's sort it, because of what happened in the cup. They're not, I guarantee they don't even, I, it goes in one ear out the other. I want to say Trevor had a little <laughs> quiver to his voice after, after the exam. And I thought he's embarrassed for me. He's embarrassed for me. No, but I don't think that's so. Oh, and did you go like, sorry about that, Trevor? Or did you not talk about it? He didn't, I didn't know. He did not talk about it. We did not talk that's about it. That's a good point. That's a good point. And he's gonna forget about it. He's no, de- he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> I wouldn't bring the energy back in with you when you go see him next. Like, hey, I want to talk about my last anal examination. <laughs> I think you might have dealt with some poop. He'll be like, yeah, you fucking idiot. So you think the next time Bowen's at the desk on Weekend Update, Trevor's gonna be like, oh yeah, that's the oh, guy yeah. with the shitty <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's my shit well, ass patient. It's my shit ass patient. By the way, he was like, it's a Fisher. I was like, okay, well. Oh, well, that's okay. Fissures happen. They really happen. They really happen. He was just like, just let it heal. Just like, take it easy. I'm like, can do. Well, can first do. of all, congratulations on getting fucked lately. What the hell? You didn't tell me this. Uh, it's no, it's not worth getting into. Well, all right, fine. <laughs> bitch it's i'm being molly right now i don't want to talk about it and you have to respect that bitch i, I bitch. think she's a bitch too i think you're no both bitch well <laughs> i think it's time for uh, to turn to our guests yeah molly will have you go first if that's okay wow this is gonna be a moment in time yes i know you have i know you've been thinking of one <laughs> I, i'm i'm nervous so i'm going with one that's kind of a little like not great but we're going we're going with it. no 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 don't rate it just yet no 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 this is molly gordon's i don't think so honey her time starts now i don't think so honey my calvins oh, oh. the commercials are always i sit in my calvins i live in my calvins i lounge in my calvins i work out in my calvins bitch i cannot fit in my calvins <laughs> hanging breasts and a big ass. I have no idea what fucking size I am. I wear a small. It's too small. I wear a large. It's too big. I'm wearing a medium. I take one step and my breast falls out. I can't yes, speak on it. My Calvins. I can't do uh, anything. The commercials uh, are all women of all different sizes. 30, 30 I seconds. They are lies. They are gluing the fabric to the women's bodies because mm-hmm. I don't know. I cannot wear them. I can't wear a bralette. Uh, I can wear a little little piece of underwear. I no. think it's so mean and it makes me so bad about myself. No. You can only do a couple things in your in your Calvins, which is just sit <laughs> and do nothing. 
I think their messaging <laughs> is completely off and it really hurts uh, my feelings. And I think they really need five to seconds. them. I don't think so, honey. My Calvin's. Wow. And that's one minute. You that's know, powerful. sizing in Molly. this country is all off. And can I say something? I almost did. I don't think so, honey, when things, quote unquote, run small. What the fuck does that mean? So how big does the thing I have to order then? Because I have people being like, it runs small. And I'm like, well, I, I ordinarily then just don't change wear. the label. Yeah. If it's a if, if I need to order a large, you need to let me know now, because sometimes they, I have to order a small. So it's just like, what the hell? I also, have, they have a whole thing about we fit everyone. We you can do anything in your calvums. It's always like Kendall Jenner and a normal woman like running, and it's like <laughs> I can't do anything in this. But I go to Bloomingdale's and I'm like, this is so. I'm actually shaking. I'm so embarrassed. I can't fit no. will not fit me. <laughs> what they have a whole thing about is lies. Lies. That's liars. what they have a whole thing about. They can lie in their calvins. Well, it's confusing because, like, my friend Anthony Ramos just is now, like, the new Calvin Klein guy. Oh, well, oh we know iconically. he is. He we so, know. He looks amazing. I support him. I support the brand. I just have a problem with the hashtag my Calvins. You can do anything yes. with your Calvins. That's what I have a problem. Well, here's the thing is it's, like, also, like, you buy the underwear and it's, like, I'm not Anthony Ramos, am I? But I like I like my Calvins. <laughs> But I, I love my I Calvins realize... too. I, like I, I do like my Calvins, but but <laughs> can you do anything in them? No, no. I don't think you could teach teach children. You can't teach no. children in and your. And you Calvin. have an anal fissure in your Calvins. I'm not so sure. Like there I are don't things that like so. you can't do in your. You're Calvin. right. Absolutely. But I think it's more of the bralette, which Rachel can speak on, that are problematic. No, you need to have. I just think it's like, don't try to. It, it, there's a day bralette there's a lie down bralette but it's like, oh no you're you know what i mean it's like you're it, anything you're talking about a sports bra that's anything yes. you know what i mean yeah and, got yeah. it is there is there a brand that we do like i like cup bras which are always kind of talked about on instagram I'm, i've been enjoying them beanie okay. Belkin and i both have a very large low-hanging breast and there's a woman um on the east side, the upper east side, it's called Linda the Bra Lady in New York, and they fit you personally there. And they're very oh. ugly bras, but boy, do you get support. And there I there you I'm go. Them out. Okay, uh, what what is an ugly bra out. or a pretty bra? I don't, I, I don't, I, I no one's clocking it. I'm not me, at least. I'm like, I don't care what the bra looks like. Well, Bowen, you're homosexual. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I think like a you mean like a very like it's like utilitarian. The bra yeah. is there to support you versus I just as I was showing you and Geraldine on FaceTime earlier today, my Savage Fenty bra <gasps> that's for sex. Ooh, yeah, do you have a Savage yeah, Fenty yeah, yeah, yeah. bra? You want to see it? Yeah, she's, I really she's gonna do. pull it out. Geraldine is staying with me right now, and she has been wearing Savage Fenty, and she looks unbelievable. That's gorgeous, gorgeous Rachel. Oh, that sure. color, I fucking love. So it's oh my god, Ostella. that's stunning! Wait, Geraldine is staying with you right now. What is it? Just talented actress central over there? I was what gonna say, what cool LA girls just on Facetime. Okay, I want to be a part of that. Like, no, I'm just what kidding. the I hell? I respect the circle. That's <laughs> I love that. I, I was just thinking about her today. I was like, that Geraldine, a fucking talent. She just wrapped on um. We got to get her on because I watched Blockers the other day uh, for like the eighth so time, good. and I'm like, Jesus Christ! And also She's another so thing good. I watched that she was also really good in was Bad Education. Have you guys seen Bad Education? I have oh not seen it. my god. 
Bowen. It's with Hugh Jackman and Allison Janney. It's about a high school in um, mm-hmm, a Long mm-hmm. Island, which, by the way, this is the high school that Amanda Sheckman went to, Roslyn oh. High School. It it is it's about like a scandal about like mismanaging money there. It's insane how where where it goes. And Geraldine is in it. She plays a student who like cracks the case. It's unbelievable. But yeah, that that's the one who can act, who can who can who can sort of dial the whisper or the or the loudness, the volume talent. Perfectly. Talent. And Talent. like it's a normal, wonderful, yeah, amazing person. Wait, and also speaking of talent, um, is Beans shooting Monica Lewinsky right now? Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh my god, I've been waiting for that forever. Yeah, that's gonna be good. That's gonna be really look good. at her. She's smirking and shaking her head and being like, "You don't even know how good it's gonna be." She is smirking, and now she's <laughs> laughing. Her shoulders are shaking a little bit. The bra that she'll wear. The bra that she'll wear. <laughs> I love that we had this bra discourse. I'm learning. Okay. Learning. I think it's time to move on. Every day. All right. So now is going to be the time when we turn to Rachel Senate. And here's the thing she has done I Don't Think So, Honey, I believe several times. Mm-hmm. Several. And one of them was a point of despair. Mm-hmm. But this is the return to the form. This is the return to the form. I'm ready. Okay. You, you time you you timer this time. Okay. This great. is Rachel's I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Me not being able to poop at my boyfriend's house. Oh okay? wow. I cannot do it. It has been six months. I love him. He loves me. He gives me my space. I cannot yeah. do it. I don't mm-hmm. think so, honey. Every time I can't poop, <laughs> I can't poop the next day. And then I can't poop the next day. Once you can't poop, you can't poop and it fucks up your whole schedule. <laughs> I literally have gone down spirals of different food things. I've tried pills. Molly gave me a pill. 30 seconds. Nothing uh-huh. works. It is a mental thing. His bathroom isn't even near his room. He offers to go on walks. It doesn't matter. I cannot oh, quit. I God. do not know why. Sometimes he will say, it's okay if you poop right 15. now. I'm going to watch a show. I can't do it. It fucks up everything. Once you can't poop, you can't think. Your day is ruined. Mm-hmm. I, I it, it mentally fucks with you. It's very Bye. hard. I don't think so, honey. Me not being able to poop at my boyfriend's house. Honestly, that's one minute. And that's real. And it's raw. That's and it's, real. It's, 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 it's actually interesting like i have that disease where it's like when i'm in a relationship like i'm like one of those sick crazy like what do you mean i don't poop people like i just i am like that still so i hope no one that wants to date me listens to this podcast (laughs) um but i have to tell you i don't think it's gonna go away i i no 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 i don't know i've never been able to be like fecal around men i'm having sex with i just can't be fecal I think I think maybe maybe way around this is like bringing a hypnotist into the home. Uh huh. Into oh the hypnotist into the bathroom. Into the bath. Well, uh, literally, just like doing or like just outside, so that it just like you can do. It. I'm not saying I'm it's sure as simple as like a switch. Well, this is the thing: is I've tried to bridge the boundary of talking about it. In the past, I've made the mistake of hiding the problem. But mm. then we went on a on like a trip to a cabin and there was like a thing where we were like ordering food and then I had a freak out and I was like, if I can't poop, my whole thing is like ruined and then <laughs> <gone."> oh, 
okay, like I'm trying to like figure it out. And so then he would go on walks because I was like, it's one thing if I go stay over yours and then I go home the next day and then I find a time to poop. Uh-huh, uh-huh, but if uh-huh. I'm with you for three days in the cabin, three days of not shitting. No. It's like backing up. Also, I'm wearing a bathing suit and I'm trying to have sex. Yeah. A so it was really hard. Molly gave me a pill and it worked a little, but what uh, happens yeah. sometimes is I have a little poop. Yeah. Okay. And that's, but which, which is so cruel because you're like, I know there's more in there. Yeah. And yeah. that's when you're like, I know that I, I know this is not the real truth of my anus. Yeah. No, it's literally, okay, to quote Bones' character, tip of the iceberg, it uh-huh. is, it literally is, you're like, it's, it's almost a little tip. worse because you're like, <laughs> I know how much I'm capable of, and this is not that. Yeah. It's also, the, the thing is, is that when you have to shit, you have to go right then. Yeah. yeah. When you're dating someone, you're like, oh, I'll go in an hour. And that's your first mistake. Whatever the fuck you're doing, you're leaving in that moment. You're, yeah. You lose your like window. That. You know what, though? I think this is because as gay men, we have to be extra thoughtful about that. Like, I, I usually, like, you have to consciously take care of it. You really like mm. like beforehand, like really clear clear it from your mind by just like really going for it before you leave the house. Now you so you were saying that the cabin trip broke the seal on the on the conversation. Well, because I had basically a breakdown. Can't I can't stop having breakdown. Anytime, <laughs> anytime I express the way I'm feeling, I call it a breakdown. Um, yes, come on. But it was because it was like uh, I was I was like. I was just, I felt like uncomfortable in my body. Like, oh, I really right. was like, I hate because that. it does fuck you up. And then you yeah. can't tell if you're hungry or not because you're uh-huh. full and it just like throw. And then you're thinking about it. Once you start thinking about it, it's over. You're not going yeah, you're for fucked. like a week. Nope. So then we, so then we started having the conversation. And so then he would go on walks while I was yes. trying to poop. Nope. It's like, it's like, and that's actually never going to work because then you think like, oh, this is my time to shit now. And whenever you start overthinking something, it's like when you're having like, it's like when you're dating someone and the sex starts to get bad and then you have a conversation about it. It's never going to be sexy again. Like, or or it's going to be real work for it to get the layer. There's a new layer on it of like awareness or something or acknowledgement. Rachel, do you remember, do you remember times when he's gone to poop and what you were doing? I don't think I've literally ever noticed. I think he's a quick ignorance pooper. is bliss there. I think quick pooper. Would it help if you watched him poop? Oh, one time, God. like in person? Yes. In no, front? You wouldn't like that. Yeah. Actually, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Molly, do you think that we could do that? I think Bowen is onto something kind of miraculous. Yes, I think that would be really interesting. <laughs> you should be in the room with him well, he just poops. for a little bit. No, just for a little bit. You're forgetting about the smell factor of it. You don't you want to know hear, the smell. Can I tell you factor. something? You do not want to hear the sound of shit leaving your boyfriend's bowels. You don't want to hear it. You think Why not? And, and even entertain it because it's disgusting. It's one of the most offensive sounds, famously, in the I world. I almost feel like maybe I'm just really like in love with him. I actually feel like he poops really clean. Like oh then great. Oh I could see Doug is laughing. Like, Doug is laughing. This is what I feel. I, I think even for us and I'm talking about a walk by. We don't have it's not we don't have to walk into the yeah. it's like, oh you're shitting, I'm clocking it. I've clocked it 
it's metabolizing in my body and I'm walking on. No, there should be nothing intentional when when it comes to you in relation to other people's shitting. No, 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 no. No, but this is this is what I hope happens is that Rachel is in the room with Logan while he poops and then how's he gonna feel about this hold on hold on let me finish and then it's like and then hopefully rachel thinks well i can return i can i can just sort of beset us in some equivalent it's not it's not pressure for her to, to poop it's that she feels comfortable enough to like provide in some way by like meeting her boyfriend meeting logan where he's at by also being like well now i can i can sort of let the valve loose yeah, like knowing it's almost like confronting the demon head on. He's yeah. he, we've seen each other pee before. Well, that's just like of course. Yeah, it's totally and different. One time he had to help me take a shower after I was injured. So I oh. feel like we're um and Molly was there for that too. Not the in not the shower, but the injury. Right, but the injury. <laughs> but so I feel like we could cross that. Yeah. I think yeah. it's on. It's, you're, you're on your way there. You're you're sort of chiseling towards it. You're right. You are. You're chiseling towards it. And part of get getting into a more serious relationship is you start to see some gross shit. Like, and that is that is really a make or break. Like, I remember like when I moved in with my first boyfriend. Like, we started to see some gross shit here and there. Like, and then one time I had like, long story short, he had to look up close at my butthole one time and I was like, this is insane. Like, this is what a relationship is. Just like Beautiful. watching each other, watching each other like yeah. get truly disgusting. Like, I, I, I couldn't really... You think that romance is beautiful and then you realize it's disgusting and sex <laughs> is so disgusting. Sex is so gross and it's insane that we do it. <laughs> But we do it. <laughs> Sex is but we do fucking it. nasty. Sex it is, is the, the most disgusting thing that you could ever think of. And think about the way you act during it. Like I know. An animal. And like, so, like sometimes you're just like, you know, the sounds, the smells, the feelings. It's just, it's so disgusting. And it's mm-hmm. so weird that we do it. But we love it. And we're not going to stop. I'm certainly so horny right now from after my procedure I haven't been able to do anything and I'm like raring to go oh my god Mm -hmm. I want to get filthy like it's it's like so bad I feel like sex is all about (laughs) suspension of disbelief yes yeah because you really just have to especially if you're doing like prop sex or like act out sex which I Mm -hmm. love you really mm-hmm. have to like, and you honestly, you you and your you have to be giving with each other because mm-hmm. someone's gonna say a line that's not good. And no. I used the problem <laughs> of if I was having sex with us with someone in in like in a setup and they did it wrong, I would be like, "Cut, we're back." Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't started. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you no, you come in and you say this, and then it's like, "Oh my god, Emma." That's stressful. <laughs> yeah. I've never done full on role play. I've definitely done okay. like we wear some cool, some interesting things, but like I've never done full on role play. Like wearing what? I don't know. Just like, you know, you spiced it up with like jock straps or whatever, or, like maybe oh. like a hat or something. <laughs> I feel like hat. costume you're a hat okay no like I don't know like one time after Halloween if it got fun like I remember one time I don't know if we had sex this night but I, me and my ex were dressed up as Malfoy and Harry Potter 
my god. <laughs> and I think there was like at least some hand jobs <laughs> happening afterwards. But anyway, wow. and then last two two Halloweens ago, I was a I was a nerd, and my boyfriend was a baseball player. I that's think that might have fun. That's like built. Yeah, that's built in. But we got into a fight that night, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's like, I saved my acting for the silver screen. <laughs> you know what? We all have our places where we play. I'm I'm just quiet, but we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like, yeah. I'm not sharing this either. <laughs> we all have our whisper acting. We all place it in different places. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, yeah, do you do you art go and do you do it like cue cards when you're sex? <laughs> I do it like <laughs> I, I, it is sort of like cue cards where it's like, okay, tell me where to go. Like in the moment, I'm like, tell me, tell me what to, I know this is, this is, I've said this too many times during sex in recent memory. I'll go, how do you want me? No. Like, like, how do you want? So Bowen is not a top. <laughs> How do you want me? I love that. Anyway. I actually think that's it. really hot. I do too. Yeah. How do you want me? That's it's accommodating. Good. That I'm is gonna good. I'm going to try it actually. You should try it. No, 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 no. Don't let it ruin anything. Do they have any Fenty stuff for boys? Do they have what stuff for boys? Fen- Fenty stuff for boys. I guess Oh, Hans just immediately said yes. My wife, my works, wife there. works there. Okay. <laughs> the way that Hans immediately, <laughs> I asked the question and Hans immediately said yes. Like as if he had like a whole. Yeah, the timing was a little suspicious, <laughs> but that's but that's great. I have he the, has smoking the smoking jacket. jacket. He was like... ready for us to ask that question because Rachel does have a paid partnership with them. So. Well, you do? No, no, no. I, I, I'm so gullible. Oh I'm stupid. I fully I'm believed stupid. it. I, I believe that for you 100%. That's a goal. That would be a goal, a personal goal, but I'm not there yet. Love that. I think that's a personal goal for us all. And I'm going to put that out into the atmosphere. Yes. Um, and something that we're also putting out into the atmosphere is this fucking incredible episode. Oh my gosh. <gasps> I, Bowen, well, this, how- is, this, this, this is top shelf app. This is top shelf app with top shelf talent. And mm. top shelf guests, you guys, thank you so much for coming and doing the show. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, Beautiful. I love that we were both. I know, I love that we both. <laughs> you guys are both like down in our beds. It's we're really, like, it's really, it's now. I feel like we just put you guys to bed. Like you guys are, have at least you started sort of sitting upright, and now you're both like lounging and feeling it. We both had a glass of wine. We had a combo. Yes. We're lying down. What wines did you both drink so, so the, the readers can know about your lifestyles? I, I, I clocked like a Sancerre or a Pinot Grigio for Molly. What is that? We're, we're going with a Pinot Grigio. We're going with a Pinot Love Grigio. Love it. Chris. Rachel feels mixed on hers, right? Or, or Mine was a Chardonnay. It was called mm. Butter. Yeah, I was going to say Buttery. It was very like, it was really yellow in a way where I was kind of almost like, it was mm. like very bright where it almost felt, I don't know. I got it from a weird like <laughs> drugstore, and You're I was scared like, it was piss, right? That I was afraid it was pee <laughs> because it looked like pee, but I drank it. Well, it's ste- pee is sterile. You'll love it. Pee, pee is sterile. sterile. You'll love it. It's got electrolytes. Well. This is another rep of Las Culturistas. And uh, Please we, watch are, Baby. we were going to say, like, if you haven't watched Shiva Baby in select theaters or on demand, you absolutely must. I saw I, I, I Googled it and saw it is it is out there in theaters. If you want to go brave, brave the storm that is COVID still. 
Uh, <laughs> you can go to see it or watch from the comfort and safety of your own, hopefully, COVID-free home, but we never can know. Hmm. <laughs> Any final words from the ladies? <laughs> you go, do you have any final words? Oh, I'm just so lucky to be in the presence of you both. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we love it you guys. It was lovely. And I am going to watch my boyfriend poop. I will. I think I'm yes. going to do the drive-by, ver- the quick, what Molly said, the in-out. The in-out. The in-out. Yeah. Um, Come on. And so does that remind us of a song to sort of get us out, Bowen? What do you think? Um. Yeah. It seems like you have a song ready to go. Yeah, what's that song um, where it's like you stick it in the middle, and then you stick yeah, it all stick out? It in the well, it's like a party song. It's like a block party song. It's like, um, and then you shake it all about. You do the hokey. I guess it's called hokey pokey. Ho- hokey pokey. You know, you know, the, you know this. It's where it's like you stick your hand in, and it's like a three count, <laughs> you and then you stick your right hand in. Stick your right hand in. Do do do. Stick your right hand out. I don't think it goes like that though. Put your right hand in, you put your right, right hand, hand out, out. Put, your right put your right hand, hand in, in. <laughs> you shake, shake it all about. Hokey Pokey is a hit. Holy shit. The way That's that what the it's com- all about. The way that the singer has to confidently sort of go, you do the Hokey Pokey and just, you know what I mean? Like, it's good. The singer, the singer. Oh my God. Never. Bye. Bye. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. 
Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.